0: Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up this hour, we'll have for you Hashtag Taiwan with Leslie Liao. He's going to be talking about a same-sex marriage at a... Military Mass Wedding, a first here in Taiwan, and also we'll have for you status update with John and Shirley. But first up today here in Taiwan. <laughs> How's it going out there in radio land or in, uh, well, Facebook land. That's also a land, right? Is it's that all, a land?
1: Um, yeah, why not? I think, isn't Facebook
0: like the third largest nation by population or something? Oh my goodness. That's now you're I scaring me. You're freaking me out there, Leslie. <laughs> um, hey, It's November. It's In fact, it's November the 2nd. We want to welcome everybody who is listening via Facebook and radio uh, to here in Taiwan at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan, and today I'm with Leslie Liao. Do you want we, to say it?
1: Well, it
0: doesn't matter. You already said it for me. It's okay. But I would like
1: to give a shout-out to my brother, Vincent. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Vincent. And that's right. I don't know if he's going
0: to watch. Maybe. He's the baseball expert, right? That's right. He's the guy we interviewed on uh, Tone Insider. So, a uh, big happy birthday to Vincent. Also, a uh, big shout-out to... Who? Jim and Jane Ryan. Oh yeah,
1: Jim and Jane, Hi. Jim Bob and Jane Ryan, whom, um, I thought it was hilarious. Andrew was telling me that they thought this was a new show.
0: Well, I mean, it is for Facebook, right? So if you're watching on Facebook, this is definitely I a hope, newest show, right? I hope
1: they're watching right now. I think uh, they are. Jim and, Jim and, uh, Jane... I'm glad you guys love love our new show. I'm glad we can invigorate it to the point that people think it's a new show.
0: Just a little reminder, Leslie's the one that used to uh, be really afraid of my mom because she's a librarian. Oh, uh, you brought
1: that up. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, I need to apologize <laughs> No,
0: he apologizes every time that, you know, there's any interaction with my mom
1: I was such a terrible library card holder Oh,
0: but I think you've made up for it, though You're, you're doing much better these days I hope so Yes I hope so Alright, so what are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about a tropical storm Which looks like it's approaching Taiwan also, the big Pride Parade. I guess it was the biggest in the world in the time of you coronavirus. There, right? I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I helped build a float. I'm going to tell you all about it today. Um, stimulus coupons, or oh, as man. or as Leslie likes to call the story, "stim coops." Stim coops.
1: Stim <laughs> coops? I, I think they're officially named
0: vouchers, but for some reason, stim coops just roll off the tongue better. Leslie, we ran out of music. And we're still talking about what we're going to talk about in today's show. You know what? Forget the rest of the topic. Let's just get just this thing started. All right. I think before we do anything, we should probably tell you about this uh, tropical storm. Do you know anything about this tropical storm? No, you tell me. Uh, the,
1: the only thing I know about tropical storms this year is that they have none have hit Taiwan directly. And um, there's a super typhoon right now going on in the Philippines.
0: A concern, yes. Yeah, yes. and
1: there's one about to hit Taiwan.
0: Well, let me show you this little fancy picture here uh, with the headline, Tropical Storm Forecast to Bring Rain to Taiwan Later This Week. Um, so see all that? Can you see that there? Yeah, they can see that right there. Okay, so you can't see me, but that's okay. Leslie's better looking.
1: Uh, this uh, we, got, we got a little bit of typhoon <laughs>
0: action, the double typhoon. I like this. I'm doing the whole weatherman thing. Look at that. It looks like we could get a little action finally this year, although... To be honest, like, we don't like typhoons um, because it's dangerous, especially with landslides, mountainslides. Nothing to laugh about. Agriculture damage. Agriculture damage. Mm -hmm. But we actually need these typhoons. You know why? Oh, why is that? Because of the water shortage. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, If you don't have typhoons, you don't have water, and then we end up having rationing throughout the rest of the year. So, uh, hopefully, that will bring a little bit much-needed rainfall. Just a look at what we're looking at here, this is Tropical Storm Atsani. Um, which I guess as of Monday was uh, still 900 kilometers southeast of Taiwan, moving in a northwesterly direction at a speed of 20 kilometers an hour. That's according to the Central Weather Bureau. Uh, Remains to be seen whether or not it's going to actually cross over Taiwan, but we should get a little bit of rainfall. So maybe stay away, but like come close enough so we get the rain.
1: I've been doing news videos and like the Air Force trying to uh, make rain. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: tell me yeah. about that. That that looks
1: fascinating. Well, it was just like apparently there's two different ways of doing it and it's like cold induced uh, artificial rain and and hot and like warm induced artificial rain and what they do is they just go into the air and when the humidity is really high but not yet ready, ready to rain, they just take a huge plane up there <laughs> and they just start spraying like cold salt water, salt water into the particles. To, like,
0: saturate the clouds and try and get it to rain. Like, it's encouraging rain. It's not, like, making rain. But, okay. So, but it's not going to make the rain taste salty, is it? Like, I mean, you know how, like, when you're little and you kind of look up at the heavens and stick out your tongue? You probably don't want to do that in any way. (laughs) Taiwan, I think Taiwan has acid rain. So, like, I think salt would be the least of your concerns at that point. Yeah. Okay. So, the lesson we've learned here, don't drink the rain. Don't drink the rain. But I think it's just a vat of salt water. It's not the whole... Like all, all the rain is not going to taste salty. Flavor It's just no, going to no, no, be a little no. bit. No, it's just.
1: I think it's it's something to do with like science, chemistry, particles, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: catalysts. You know, and I'm I just <laughs> when we don't know what to say. Like it's 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 science related. I just chemistry, try and say smart words, numbers, big words. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna leave that there for now. Um, hopefully, we won't have too many problems from this typhoon, but it will bring a little bit of rain. Let's move on to our next story. Let's move. Okay, so the big pride parade, and I'm just going to drop a very nice link in our uh, comment section it there for you. It was Blue. a
1: huge pride parade. Um, I was I was around there, actually, and what was it? There was like four different routes?
0: Uh, no, just two two different routes. Two different routes. Uh, do you see that link? Did it drop it? It did. Yeah. Okay, so two different routes. Um, there was a north route and a south route, um, and I actually... I printed, out, I printed out an article to share. I love these visual aids you have. Unfortunately, I printed out an A3, which is actually probably pretty good for you. Um, but maybe, again, not so great for me showing my face. <laughs> and not so great for the environment. Um, but yeah, so Taiwan, only place in the world that has a pride parade during the pandemic, a full-scale pride parade, because I think some places did have like a kind of a, a pared-down version, a socially distant version. Is that, version. Was that a thing? Yeah, I think some places just kind of very casual gatherings, but also distanced and masked and everything. But because Taiwan had 200 days of no new domestic cases of COVID-19, so we were actually able to hold a full-scale uh, Pride Parade. Uh, originally, they were worried that it was going to bring numbers down to about 80,000 people. Uh, down from 200 last year uh, because, you know, people from overseas can't travel to Taiwan. Um, But they, uh, estimates say 130,000 people showed up. And from my vantage point, it definitely looked like there were tons of people. There were tons
1: of people. I was around that area during the parade time, and it was really just um, stuck. Mm -hmm. Like the traffic was, yeah, like I, I don't even know how it happened because in Taiwan, the roads are like four different um, like, sections, right? Mm-hmm. And they only partitioned off one section of the road. Yeah. and But, like, it was squeezed, man. And well, it
0: depends on the road, too, because, like, we went down Renai, which, if you're familiar with Taipei, is a very busy inner, uh, kind of a thoroughfare in Taipei. And we went straight down the middle... Um, so, that's like four lanes of traffic in the middle that we um, pretty much blocked off. And then there were uh, two lanes on either side that were still open to traffic. But it took us two hours to get from Taipei City Government up to Zhongxiao and Dunhua, which is kind of the main that's shopping intersection. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's a long time. That's like a, a step
0: every 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm just approximating yes, here. Yes, that what you said. Yes, I mean it, it was it was a great turnout. People were some people were wearing masks. Uh, a lot of people were were feeling pretty comfortable not wearing masks as well. Um just because again, we haven't had any domestic cases of COVID-19 um since uh April 12th, I believe was the last confirmed domestic case of COVID-19. Everything else has been from outside of Taiwan. Um, now I actually helped build the magical unicorn float. Did you see that? I think I did. Like, was there only one unicorn float or there had to be more than one? I, I only saw one unicorn float. I don't think there was more than one. Do you know what? Then I think I got you on camera. You got me on
1: camera. I saw because I saw a uniform uh, unicorn float across the street, but I was just like, you know, what unicorns (laughs) are pretty ubiquitous in Pride, so I don't know if I got Andrew. I'll show you the picture later because we're using the phone to control the camera right now. But yes, I'll confirm with you. And if I did, I'll be like, oh wow. But then again, by judging by how slow you were going, I probably could have went there within like a three-hour window and still saw you anyway.
0: Well, yes, and also I should point out I wasn't actually on the float. I like to say that I was like float peripheral or like float adjacent (laughs) your float referral float (laughs) referral because there were some pretty fabulous people there with the floats uh there were a couple drag queens there were um, some people wearing uh rainbow colored tutus and you know i just can't compete with that so i thought you know what let's let's leave it to them and also because the focus was on um so queer femme or people who are assigned female at birth, mm. or uh, trans women, trans men. So, it's basically people who are usually underrepresented in the uh, LGBTQ community. Right. So, I wanted to give space for the people that actually need more representation. You're always about that. You know, I shine the spotlight on other people. I think that's really, really important. Yeah, you're, Inclusion. You're, you're, you're very. I have to say, Andrew, you're very good about incl- being inclusive and inclusivity. I think people get enough Andrew Ryan on here in <laughs> Taiwan. They don't need. Me, they don't need me for the rest. <laughs> or the rest of uh, everything. So it was good though to see a lot of people. There's good weather. There was actually a rainbow.
1: Oh, we yeah, I saw the that. that. was I was just like, wow, that's a little on the nose. But then
0: again, you can't really call that, right? <laughs> well-planned. Well-planned. Yes, well-planned. Uh, so, at any rate, that was the Pride Parade. I do want to say that there were people calling for two more social issues in Taiwan, even though Taiwan was the first... Um, country in Asia that has same-sex marriage, they're still calling for transnational same-sex marriage. So, essentially, right now, if you're Taiwanese, you can only marry people who come Mm. from a country where same-sex marriage is legal.
1: That's right. The new power party caucus, the legislative caucus, actually wanted to amend the current same-sex marriage laws to include cross-national unions, Mm -hmm. which I think is... Correct. And I think there's no reason why that won't won't get support.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think that that's probably only a matter of time. The other thing which is probably a little bit trickier is uh, same-sex couples that want to adopt children. Uh, Right now, you can only adopt children if you adopt as a single individual. So, either a married heterosexual couple or a single individual. Um, Even if you're a single individual, it's still very, very difficult to adopt children unless you are biologically related to said children. Wait, what? (laughs) well Mm. is that no that's no that's not a thing (laughs) that's
1: a very that's a very extreme circumstance i guess like i um, guess you would have to disown them at one
0: point well no 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 no. it could be not your children it could be like your it could be like your sister's children or your brother's children Um, so if you're a family member i think it's easier to do that gotcha if i'm wrong leave a message a comment below we would love to hear from you um so let's look at some of the people who are writing in. What do we have okay, so far? Okay, so
1: we have Douglas North uh he says, You guys are so casual. Uh Jendo says, I do like your guys' style the best, honestly. You know, just keep it casual. Keep it casual. Douglas North says, happy birthday, Vincent. I'm sure he will uh, appreciate
0: that. He says, I love your flamingo shirt, Andrew. Yes. uh, This, thank you very much. This, uh, I don't know. It felt like a pink flamingo kind of day. It's not bad. (laughs)
1: He says, Leslie looks very fit just saying, well, you know what? He says that comment when I have... A bucket of fried chicken in the work fridge upstairs, waiting for me. But and it- <laughs> I ate a
0: I, I ate an apple pie you gave me right before we started the stream. <laughs> this is this is part of my plan to like bring it like us closer together in terms of fitness. Uh, I feed him like sweets. It desserts. was
1: so good that apple <laughs> pie was so good. Like it was a tart filling, but that flaky pastry crust was just so buttery and nice, and just had the perfect amount of sugar on it. <laughs> I'm sorry about I'm getting, that. I'm
0: getting lost in apple pie. I have to tell you, though, this is actually a mutual thing. He actually brings me sweets, too, so, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't. I mean, it's not me being devious. I swear. I uh, swear. We just share this love of uh, sweet things. <laughs> Jessica Chang says,
1: hi, Leslie and Andrew, our editor for Taiwan Insider. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Jendolari, if you can make rain salty, just go a step further and start with the flavored rain like fruit-flavored or candy-flavored rain. <laughs> You know what you got me thinking about? Like Kool-Aid mix? Why don't you just
0: start spraying Kool-Aid mix in the air and see what happens? I, I say if you're going to get salt in the rain, we might as well get like margarita mix. Because then salt where, plus margaritas.
1: So. Love where your head's at though. <laughs> um, we got um, Gilbert... Tim da Viola Tim Tim Bom Dia I think that's Portuguese Yes So
0: Portuguese? either Brazil Or Portugal uh, Time difference I'm guessing Probably uh, Brazil. Portugal Brazil No oh, you think You know, they said They wrote a Brazil right here Yay
1: um, Float up Float referral Float referral In- um, I like yeah, that You know what
0: <laughs> That, make a that trend. wins
1: Hashtag float referral <laughs>
0: Very nice from India Oh Gendolari says As a trans woman I super pre- uh, appreciate The visibility Awesome So what uh, What are your pronouns Make sure We want to make sure We're using yeah, them correctly Yeah
1: we would like to uh, Be very careful about that we'll Yes be sensitive to that At least what it is right,
0: Anybody actually Anybody who's listening now If we use the wrong pronouns Do let us know We yeah, try to us. We try to stay on board With that kind of thing uh, Andrew he him um, Leslie, he, him. Done and done. All right. We've got much more to come. Don't go away.
1: Uh,
0: All right. We're going to now segue into something else that happened this past weekend, and that is our the fittest man in the English service ran how many kilometers? Uh, 12 and a half. Oh, man. It and was, how fast did you do
1: that? It was I did it in an hour and 12 minutes. So that comes down to around
0: 545 a kilometer. Five minutes and forty-five seconds, yeah. not five hours. That would be me. <laughs> five hours and forty. I don't know,
1: but uh, yeah, I ran the. It was the Taipei City Anti-Drug Race. I got the medal right here. Oh, it cool! Was, Let me see that. It was sponsored by Rotary International, which is uh, the the volunteer organization. Uh, I, I do like collecting. You know, you you tell no, me sorry. if I run a certain <laughs> amount, and you're going to give me something shiny on a necklace. I definitely want it, but. You have to wake up at like four in the morning, so that means I basically uh, had to sacrifice Halloween. Oh man, it was cool though. Uh, you get to see. Oh man, there's so many, so many things to say about that race, but. Uh, about a third of the way through during my fourth kilometer, I saw people starting to run the other
0: way. Run the other way? Yeah, so that
1: means that, like with the, when I was just about a third done, they were 70% done. Oh, no.
0: So I was just like, oh, my goodness. Oh, so it was like a loop. So they're yeah. they're
1: coming back. Yeah, so I we see. started okay. at the presidential office, and then we go up like a highway, and then we loop around where the highway ends, and then we go back to the presidential office. It was really cool. Um, you were running along the highway? Yeah.
0: They They close it off. Oh, okay. Like,
1: yeah, because you're running at like four in the morning, right? Yeah, I'm not.
0: I was like, is it the same thing as the Pride Parade where you're kind of like taking up one lane? No, no is no, 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 zooming no. past you? They they have
1: it all off, man. And um, <laughs> about six thousand people ran in my um, in in my same in the same bracket as me. And, do you know um, how how you did? Like in terms of uh, to what place you came in? I do. I think I was around like six hundred out of five thousand. I think four thousand. Whoa. Yeah, I mean I did I mean it was nice but like when you start seeing people like I, I like when you when I saw like that dude run the other way, he was clearly in front of everybody else. And like I visibly had to like stop and look back. I was like what is I'm like no. I was just like no way. That guy was so fast. He was booking
0: it. So did he win, I'm guessing? He had to. He uh, must there have was won. A,
1: there was a cash prize um on offer, but that was it was like That blew my mind, how fast he was going. Because I started running, and then I was thinking, like, okay, how fast did he have to be to beat... To, to, to be that fast. And then at one point, like, my mind was more concerned with math than it was with um, actually running the race.
0: <laughs> actually, not bad. Brings your mind off of the task at hand. Uh, off of the pain. Off the pain <laughs> and the, yeah, the breathing. Although maybe if you sink into your breath, that's probably a better technique.
1: Yeah. So out of um, out of the everybody who ran a 5K, I'm sorry, was, I was 623 out of 4,000. Um, in my gender, I ranked 510 out of 2,652 and in my group, I was 92 out of 546, but you got like, you see some amazing thing doing things during races, man. Um, you see the, anybody wearing costumes or kind of like, no, sometimes they do that, right? So they, they usually do do that. Last run I did, I saw people like running in wedding dresses and a Teletubbies costume, which is insane to me. I mean, how do you run with all that stuff on? That's You I mean, that's overheat, nuts. you overheat that's and, um, not okay. But that was just fascinating, and just to see—oh, uh, there were refueling stations, right? And then I didn't—I didn't stop the refueling stations just because. So that's like water. Did they have chocolate and stuff like that? Or they had uh, bananas.
0: Oh, bananas! Cookies. Yeah.
1: But the uh, there was another race going on at the same time over this weekend, which is the Penghu Marathon, and that was either a 5K or a half marathon.
0: Okay. Wait, I heard they had really weird refueling stations. Oh, yeah, for their that
1: refueling one. stations had like crab,
0: lobster. <laughs> Uh, soups, uh, fine seafood. No, come on. That's stupid. Who has time for soup during a marathon? Well, I mean, I, it's like, hold on. I'm going to sit down. And, I, mean, I you was, don't sit down, do you?
1: No, you don't. You don't. Like, you're supposed to eat and run. And at the same time, like, when John Van Trieste, our other uh, English service member, he did the story. I was like, I kind of want to do that. I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah. Because, like, seafood and running is the number one formula for tossing your cookies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's how you just...
0: That's how you. That is cramp city right there. (laughs) (laughs) I just would feel like nauseous. Yeah, it would. I can't imagine what that feel like. Oh, it's not good. You know, because seafood's so high in cholesterol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bad idea. I mean, you could do it like kind of like, you know, the the seafood delight tourist version of a run where you don't, you're don't you not really worried about the time, but you stop at every stop. Yeah. And like by the time you're like kind of, you know, you're full and then you run some more to, to, to get rid of the weight. And then you... Yeah, wait. I was so... I'm
1: so like... when I, After like I stopped at the fourth pit stop, I was so glad. I was like, I'm so glad I'm not in Penghu right now because like I love seafood, right? And I would stop and then I could just see myself... Purging, <laughs> and then refueling at every other refueling station. It was like, well, I lost all that lobster before, so I gotta go get some more lobster. Sort of like the ancient Romans, and it just becomes this whole like vicious cycle of me wanting to, you know, get all the bang for my buck. But like lobster balls at a marathon—that's insane to me.
0: I didn't know lobster's. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that in the air. <laughs>
1: I just, I just want to know, like, who thought about that?
0: Who in the? Because this was a, the tourism bureau thing. It's
1: like who in the tourism bureau is just like you know what would go good, good together? Seafood and running.
0: Well, what, okay. So what what would be worse than seafood and running? Uh, well, alcohol, right? Oh, yeah, like that. you could have a, like a the the Taipei Beer Festival. <laughs> Taipei Beer Festival marathon.
1: That would that <laughs> I don't know. There's there's an argument to be made about like hydration, right? Carbonation was is going to kill you definitely. Ooh. But the hydration mm. factor, I mean, yeah, lobster, I don't know. Lobster balls at a marathon, man. Like I'm just so glad I didn't find out how bad it could have gone for me. <laughs>
0: All right. So we're going to move from lobster ball marathon to what Leslie likes to call Stim Coupes. Stim Coupes, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Stimulus Coupons,
1: it's one of the programs where you put 1,000 new Taiwan dollars into it and you get uh, three thousand new Taiwan dollars in value back, and y- you can essentially buy anything with the three thousand new Taiwan dollars that you get, which is about like thirty to thirty American dollars for a hundred u s dollars right? So
0: you pay thirty dollars and you get a hundred dollars worth of coupons,
1: yeah, and my friend actually explained this to me really well, and she's a finance major. She was just like, "Well, think about it, you're giving the government one thousand dollars in actual cash and they're giving you $3,000 in something close to cash. So you're giving them like a, a cash infusion and you're getting something that's probably 80 85% like cash. Okay. But you know, it's it's got its limitations, but at the same time, how are you not going to spend like $100 on groceries? So like she explained it to me really well. Anyway, originally that coupon program was only eligible to citizens and not like visa holders or permanent visa ro- holders like Yourself, Moi. <laughs> but good, uh, good, good news for you, Andrew, is that they are talking about opening it up. Um,
0: I think they have opened it up, right?
1: Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it's finalized yet. Super but it's close. Like, it's, it's very close. Are you sure they haven't opened it up? I'm not. A, I, from the article that I wrote, I read that. Uh, They did not open it up yet.
0: Allow me to write an article in which it allows. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Just start encouraging (laughs) the oops. Well, I have to say, though, that the reason why that they are considering opening up to APRC holders is because they realize the original stimulus voucher program actually helped the economy. So it's not because we're taxpayers and we should be treated equally. It's more because we'll help the economy, too. But you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain if they want to give me vouchers or allow me to buy. I'm gonna
1: warn you, man. Yes. I spent mine really fast. How fast? Like one purchase. Like I, just <laughs> one purchase. I, it was all gone because I was like, "Oh, I have all this extra money." Whoop! All gone.
0: Well, so what did you buy? Uh, clothes. Oh, see. That's why he's looking so shy, guys.
1: Well, that's exactly why you know that's exactly what the government wants, right? They want you to just spend the money as fast as you can. They don't want you to like hold on to it. They don't want you to like bury it like a beagle. So he is a
0: he's a patriot, folks.
1: I'm doing my job, he's doing and his I'm stimulating civic duty. the economy.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we're almost out of time today. We want to just uh, respond to some people who have written in.
1: Uh, Mickey Lin says, "Good afternoon, good dinner time." Jen Dolari says, "Here in Taiwan, casual Mondays with Andrew and Leslie." Douglas North in response to a question: Dairy and running—that's actually a terrible combination.
0: Oh. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Um, Jendalari says she/her, so we've been getting it right.
1: Okay. Uh, we have Badare Parsad Verma Anjan says I am very entreat program. I am Indian. Namaste.
0: Namaste. And uh, we got. Oh, okay, I think we're getting some new stuff Uh, Wow, so many people have written in Yeah, yeah, yeah So exciting to see a lot of people who are tuning in for the first time
1: Uh, yeah Anyway, um, that's that's looks like we got a lot of comments, man.
0: I love this. I love, I like this new casual style, Andrew. I, I think we've, we're on to something here. I think we found the special sauce. Yeah. If you think we found special sauce, leave a comment below. Special sauce, of course, slam that like and share button too. Hashtag float referral. <laughs> float referral. Well, thank you so much for here in Taiwan. I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Leslie Leo. We'll see you very soon.